2: Food insecurity is contributing to increased rates of HIV in sub-Saharan Africa. Food insecurity is a big issue all over the world, especially in underdeveloped countries. In sub-Saharan Africa, where the rate of food insecurity is among the worst in the world, many women and girls, in order to provide food for their children and their families, are turning to sex work. As a result, many
1: of these women have a higher chance of contracting HIV. A study published this July by ICAP at Columbia University found that severe food insecurity almost doubles the risk of contracting HIV among women in six countries in Africa. This is because these women are driven to engage in transactional sex in order to earn money to support their families and buy food. In the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the ongoing war in Ukraine, Food insecurity has increased in sub-Saharan Africa because of food shortages. In addition, climate change and extreme weather events are already contributing to these food shortages and are likely to make matters even worse in the coming years. One in five people
2: in sub-Saharan Africa are already undernourished, with some countries like Uganda experiencing worse rates. Worsening droughts, floods, and heat waves have led to an increased amount of land degradation, Crop failure, and the loss of livestock. For many women led households living in rural areas, keeping food on the table is a struggle. Thus, they will move to the city where engaging in sex work provides them with a means to send money back to their families.
1: This ICAP study also found that giving women in Sub Saharan Africa direct food support resulted in a 64% decreased risk of contracting HIV. Wow, Graham, that. So giving these women direct food support resulted in a 64% decreased risk of contracting HIV. That is, that's astronomical. Like that's, wow. Women and girls who experienced food insecurity were about 28% more likely to engage in transactional sex work and were also more likely to engage in unprotected sex. This study highlights the unintended consequences that war in Europe and climate change, which is primarily caused by developed countries, is having on the other side of the world, particularly in poor communities. One potential short-term fix might be targeted food assistance. The most important long-term solution, however, is to help these countries, long ruled from the outside, and many of which still have their resources extracted and the majority of the profit directed to other countries, to become self-sufficient.
2: I hope oh, that this is another just story where where you know thinking of people who are living so close to the edge where food is what they're in need of. You know, like food, just just keeping themselves yeah. alive um, with daily sustenance, yeah. and that's pushing them into sex work, and then of course uh, into the related risks that come with that is 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 heartbreaking um it, what are your thoughts about like how you know like what 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 do we do or how do we move forward
1: i mean food insecurity is becoming a bigger issue across you know the nation across the entire globe um I, I, I do, like we we can't keep just using up all of our resources and uh, expecting it to to just magically replenish like that's not the way things work, you know, we're we're continuing to pollute our oceans, pollute our air, and that just causes issues um it, it just causes issues everywhere, that water supply, our food supply. And so I don't I don't know honestly what the answer is. I mean, anything we do right now is is just putting a, a band-aid on it until, Everyone wakes up and makes major changes. The way we consume our resources, the way that what we utilize for resources, like we have got to make big changes and we needed to make them yesterday.
3: Being physically active could improve the effectiveness of your COVID-19 vaccine. We all know that regular exercise is beneficial for your overall health, but regular exercise might also improve the effectiveness of your COVID vaccines, according to a new study. This study looks at the effects of exercise and vaccines and found that regular exercise can amplify the effects of your next COVID vaccine, and starting exercise today is beneficial, even if your vaccination is still scheduled weeks or months into the future.
0: This study consisted of roughly 200,000 men and women in South Africa both vaccinated and unvaccinated, the researchers found that being vaccinated effectively prevented severe illness, the majority of the vaccinated individuals. That's what vaccines do. Remember, folks, they're like seatbelts. Seatbelts don't prevent an accident. They prevent the severity of injuries. But more interestingly, the individuals who were vaccinated and regularly active were about 25% less likely to end up in the hospital compared to sedentary people who were also fully vaccinated. Wow, that's really great.
3: This study adds to the growing body of literature that suggests regular exercise is extremely beneficial to your immune system. In fact, many doctors agree that regular exercise is one of the most important things you can do to prevent severe illness, COVID or otherwise. This past year, several other studies have looked at the relationship between physical activity and the severity of COVID-19 illness. Every study found that being physically active significantly lowered the risk of having adverse COVID-19 outcomes. A review of 16 past studies published in August also concluded that the active individuals were substantially less likely to be infected, hospitalized, or to die from COVID compared to sedentary people.
0: According to doctors in the field, the connection between physical exercise and COVID-19 protection actually makes a lot of sense. Immune function is known to improve with regular physical exercise along with lung function. Researchers and doctors are still unclear as to how regular exercise affects or changes vaccine responses, but it is clear now that exercise is definitely playing a role in strengthening the immune system. Listen, y'all. All I can say is there's nothing better than getting out, if even just a walk. You know, I was asked over and over again, and of course, Liana will tell you, um, over and over again, especially deep, deep, deep in the pandemic, when we were in the thick of the pandemic... Uh, doctor, 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 you know, media. Oh, is media, media, media. What can we do to strengthen your immune system? I need to strengthen my immune system. Strengthen my immune system. What can I do? Vitamins, vitamin C, emergency. No, no, no. All that stuff is garbage. Here are the three ways you strengthen your immune system. You eat as close to a whole foods or plant-based diet as possible. You get at least six to eight hours of sleep at night. And third, you exercise. And if exercise for you just means walking around the block using the stairs to get up to your building, whatever, but just any physical activity will strengthen your immune system. And this is what I said at the beginning, during and post-COVID, if we're even in a post-COVID world, which we're probably not. But it's nice to see that there's a study here that actually supports and backs up what, what I'd been saying all along.
1: Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to
0: subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast, follow us on social media, and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show.
1: You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at
0: Hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at The Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com.